cannot make me I ever no. watch that again. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every scene starts with like, here's some furniture. Why don't you sit down for a long conversation? And he does. <laughs> he's clown the best fighters in the world. And then finally he's like, oh, can I see them? And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Do anything! Do something, yeah. yeah. So sad. Oh, the savior! They kill him all. Oh. So then he goes out and he kills them all. He's in and a then rage. He cries like a little bitch about it. <sighs> it's a bomb, guys. Come on. <laughs> We're back. I don't oh, know. Exciting we, times. We made it clear. What was 2016 six years ago? I'm oh not sure we God. we made it clear in in that particular episode in 2016 how much we enjoyed the prequel <laughs> films to Star Wars. But oh. I think you got an idea from that introduction there. <laughs> Bunny, since we did the podcast back in 2016, Disney, so old old Uncle Walt has taken hold of Star Wars and squeezed its teats to get so much blue milk that oh, 100%. We're drowning in it now. So we've yeah. had the full sequel trilogy which was uh, a mixed bag. Rogue that's one. that's complimentary. Yeah, that's generous, but I well, you know what? I thought 1 and 2 were okay and then the third one just took a shit. <laughs> That's yeah. how I felt about it anyway. Well, I I will agree with one. By the second one, I was like, eh, I wanted more. And by three, it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it, it, well, it, they ran out of time because I think they're getting so into the idea of we have to tell these long, complex stories that it has moved itself to TV. It has I, to be a TV yeah. show because they needed more time to wrap up everybody's loose ends. And instead of doing that, they just cut the ribbons. So cut, I, cut, 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 cut. Everybody well, was gone. The impression I got was because it's the movies and there's so much money involved that there's so many like studio execs and so many people yeah. that it's yeah. this, you know, they're like, well, let's make the movie by by committee and then you try to make so many people happy that you make nobody happy. Yeah, it's similar they, to like the DC movies. Where there's just oh so God. many people involved yeah. in those movies that they just are like garbage. But yeah. if you look at what they do with their their TV stuff, people like that. It's yeah. better, but it feels like there's so much pressure that they just suffocate it. Yeah, they shit the bed big time oh, on the, yeah. the last one. But And then we had, so they were like, let's spin it out. We did Rogue One, which I was pretty medium on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, then... In 2019, they hit the jackpot with the Mandalorian. Yes. So that was a little Star Wars masterpiece, and it got everybody going. Hey, Star Wars is actually pretty. <laughs> Remember when Star Wars was awesome? Because this yeah. is giving me all the Muppet puppet baby magic mm-hmm. of oh. the original trilogy that I want to see. Mm-hmm. And it's got Pedro. It's got it had good stuff. Yeah, and I feel that speaks to. They were like, oh, you want to tell some spin-off kind of Star Wars story to kick off our streaming plus? Who cares? No one's going to watch it. If it bombs, it's not, you know, like a box office disaster. 
Yeah. So they just let somebody who actually knows, understands, and loves the franchise do what the fit, like give the fans what they want. And then they're like, oh shit, look at this. Yeah. It's a success. You're like, just let people do it. Yeah. Just take a simple premise Mm -hmm. and don't mess it up with a billion different plot lines and characters and just follow it. But you know what they did? They let the guys be in charge of that who had done Clone Wars, which Mm -hmm. I loved. The Clone Wars turned me around. Well, let's not say that. It turned me (laughs) around on the concept of the prequels and showed me that those things could have actually been good if Lucas wasn't on some kind of drug while he was trying to do it. But um, what Disney did was because Clone Wars went for six seasons and it got dropped. Mm -hmm. And Disney picked it up and said, let's finish this thing properly and really give it the send off it deserves. And the ending is chilling. Like it's what they should have done in the films, to be honest. Like it was, it was great what they're doing now is basically letting the Favros and the, you know, mm-hmm. those kinds of guys, they're bringing their ideas from animation into life. And it's kind of working a lot yeah. of the time. Um, I did watch the book of Boba Fett. It was not as good as the Mandalorian until they brought the Mandalorian into the show. Then I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. that's <laughs> So he's what... the, the magic fairy dust. It's the Mandalorian. <laughs> Just put him in everything. <laughs> Him and his little, little baby. Uh, The Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's okay. We had Rebels, Rebellion. We have Galaxy's Edge at Disney World, Florida, which I will get to before I die. I don't know, man. You're like, (laughs) Jerrica, you're going to die soon. (laughs) No, no. It's just, I know when they, when Disney released their promo video, they were like, get ready for your, your, you know, galactic flight and blah, blah, blah. People were like, are you shitting me? It's like $8,000 for one night of this thing. And it just, it didn't look like Star Wars. And I mean, what that launched, what was that earlier this month? Was that March? It was one of those oh, M months. I but that's remember. just the hotel thing. But I'm talking about the, the oh, like, like the Galaxy's whole, Edge, yeah. the whole thing. Because you can stay anywhere and go to that. It's part of that's Disney true. World. And yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. part that's pretty cool. That's true. And spaceships yeah, I and just, everything. I just, every time I, I think of that, I just immediately go to the hotel Yeah, I don't, I don't who cares about that. <laughs> yeah, you pay a kajillion dollars to do that. Um, and now... What apparently we've all been waiting for, if you're, you're gaslighted completely, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, Whoa. the series. The limited series. It is a limited series, just like this popular parallax <laughs> is going to be a limited series following Obi-Wan Kenobi. So thank That's you right. for listening and welcome back. Yay! What we're going to do is we're going to release, because they showed the first two episodes this week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to release our first two episodes next week before episode three comes out. And then every week we'll release on Thursday and the new episode will be out on Friday. So that's how we'll be rolling kids for the next five weeks. So now on to Obi-Wan Kenobi.
Ewan McGregor, also a producer on this. Yeah, he's no dummy. What's very interesting. Yeah, he was like, I'll wait till they get this up and running. But they're going to want me back, baby. Oh, no kidding. Because I was one of the only people who crawled out of that with some acting integrity still intact. Right? (laughs) Well, he was the only one, like, at the time. I'm like, that guy is doing a great job and everyone else, eh. Yeah. Yeah, he held it together. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. he's 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 just pushing through all these anti-semite weird racist things we have running through these movies why are they there only george knows for sure but he he got out unscathed Mm -hmm. because i actually thought natalie portman would get out unscathed i mean she did acting career wise but the third movie just sort of squished her right into the ground which was tough to watch yeah what like she didn't like I mean, what can you do? Barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, right? Three. Like, yeah. what else could you do? I don't know. Well, there's nothing, oh, there was nothing she could do. But I mean, she didn't come out looking great. Is all I, that's, yeah. I, I thought she'd come off looking pretty good. And she didn't. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Georgie. But, um, <laughs> so as we enter the world of Obi-Wan, the show starts with a very quick and clean recap of what has happened to Obi-Wan during the prequels. And this thing <laughs> is chopped to the bare essentials, making the movie almost seem legit. <laughs> I was very thankful that that, that recap was there. So I was like, oh yeah, this. Oh, I remember That's that. That's right. That's right. It's been a while and I wasn't a huge fan. So I wasn't going back to revisit them. I can't get so, through them. No. I honest to god cannot get through the things especially the the first and the second the third one a couple things happen but it's pretty mm-hmm. cringeworthy and then we missed our way into the present day so it has been 10 years since the end of episode three obi-wan as we know is on tatooine and he's living the life <laughs> oh, oh boy he's a sad sad man isn't he yeah i he's, mean I mean, his daily routine is basically doing the nine to five schlock at the the old meat processing plant out by the vertebrae. And then- Yeah, under the shade of dinosaur bones. Yeah. Yeah. And then stalking a kid and then riding his camel monster around. Mew camel. (laughs) They do a a quick intro right off the top to the Inquisitors- Mm-hmm. Um, but we have they're they're hunting down any remaining Jedi. So they're just going through the galaxy trying to pick up the crumbs of any remaining survivals. And we know they're survivors because they they show us a quick scene off the top as well of some kids getting away. Mm-hmm. The the younglings. Oh, yeah. just makes your butthole cringe just saying the word. <laughs> But some some Jedi younglings sort of go, what do we do? We have to run because their teacher gets killed and, you know, it's yeah. Order 66 yeah, that and was all a that little, stuff. Like when that started, I was like, ooh, bad timing for a... Yeah. I think they're just trying to remind us that some of these guys are still yes, alive and they're not even very away. old and they're not yeah. fully trained. Mm-hmm. They're sort of, they're sort of three-quarter Jedis. Yeah. But they, they have the, all the... Um, ability but they don't have the discipline because all of the teachers are now dead 
So we we get this vibe with the Inquisitors, you know, roaming around Tatooine, looking for a hive of scum and villainy to find their... (laughs) (laughs) It's always that cantina, right? (laughs) It's like, is that the same fucking cantina? (laughs) It's fine. People are like, people love the cantina, you guys. Just use it. So, <laughs> I mean, if I was stuck on that planet and that was my life, I'd be drinking nonstop too. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. yeah weird green hookers and yep. whatever booze you can tolerate. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan is going by Ben. So he's working at this, so, this meat plant. I was just going to say, if I'm in hiding, <laughs> I, he changes like his first name but nothing about his looks like yeah even like even i was like jedi robes drop the beard look the same totally totally 100 percent. his hair is a bit longer like yeah and he is he's actually aged pretty well so you're like yeah Mm -hmm. we know that's you (laughs) oh 100 i actually thought that they might have actually touched his hair up more to be more gray because in another 10 years he's supposed to be alec guinness (laughs) <laughs> literally another 10 years because isn't true. luke like 19 or 20 when he starts yeah also i oh, hate yeah. to bring this wow. up re- <laughs> i hate to bring, bring this it up. up but in episode four remember <laughs> luke being like oh they were lo- she was looking for this obi-wan kenobi i wonder if she means old ben kenobi and i'm right? like did you change your last name <laughs> right i'm just like i don't understand like you're in hot you're the worst it's, it's not a good disguise like, no one will ever figure the figure that out like, no it's like no. a straight a short straight line from yeah oh. obi-wan kenobi to old ben kenobi old ben <laughs> he hasn't got the old yet but people are thinking it already I can oh tell. yeah they're all talking about how old beat up he <laughs> You're like Jesus. I did like that. It's tough to be 50, eh? Ewan? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh boy. So he's going by Ben. He's working at a meat processing plant of some kind. He also seems to be, be suffering from PTSD from the war because Fair. he's 10 years later. He's still having nightmares about throwing the kid in the lava. <laughs> I have the high ground. I like how they started with the flashback to that because it's literally the only lines people remember from the third movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's keeping a distant, but not distant enough for Uncle Owen. I can't. On little Luke. And I can't blame Owen. No. And I mean, I can't even believe that in all that time, the kid hasn't been like, who's that creeper out in the hills? Exactly. He's just right there. Well, he's leaving the kid's the kid toys, like toys and, and stuff shit like, like some on, man. weird santa yeah that is not subtle and i think i think the uncle is so pissed because i think they're toys that are supposed to be like teaching him forcey stuff like jedi toys yeah and the uncle yeah, is like, like can you fuck the fuck off with that shit yeah well that's one of the things i was a little confused about because so they like there's the scene where the young jedi dude who's hiding from the Inquisitors, yeah. finds him. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm a Jedi. Let Help me out. I need help. And he's like, no, get lost. There's Jedis are dead. It's over. Party's done. Go home. And but then when he's talking to Owen, he's just like, oh, I got to train those kids in the way of the force. Chop, chop, let's go. And I'm like, it's either done or it's not. 
Yeah. Is it because I thought of two things? I thought one, is it so that they don't endanger themselves by using it out of turn? Like using the force out of turn. And two, is it because of who they are? Because even though dad is a bad guy, he was supposed to be like the most powerful Mm -hmm. Jedi ever, right? Yeah, but if it's that, then why? Why train them? Why? T- well, he only seems to be concerned with Luke. He is because he's yeah. a sexist mm-hmm. old bastard, right? Okay, I just yeah. wa- I was. Well, I feel I was like we kind of was... yeah we that well that does come up in episode two a little bit as well. I think moving from the the hell pit of Tatooine, <laughs> our next setting is the beautiful planet of Alderaan. Oh, pre- I love it there. Pre explosion. Now that like I've seen it. And like we've spent a bit of time there. Now I'm just very sad because it looks like it's the, it's the only decent place in the entire galaxy. <laughs> it's the one of those few nice like, planets that yeah. we've been to. Yeah, uh, like it's, it's like Naboo or something, right? Yeah, yeah, between Naboo, Naboo and maybe feel. like Corsicant. Yeah, it's every, where all every the classy other ladies with big hair lives. <laughs> are these that's planets. pretty much that's that's my marker of a good yeah. planet. So, ladies and big hair. We have uh, the introduction of the beyond charming 10-year-old Leia. Mm-hmm. Living I a much, love her. Oh, my God. This kid, her name's Vivian. Mm-hmm. This list, okay, here's my prediction. If this show actually hits, this kid is going to be signing autographs at conventions when she's our age. Oh, yeah. I fully guarantee it. Well, like this that, kid is gonna because... is about to run this show. Like she's about to. Well, I was looking at, at other comments and stuff, and I did see a lot of people, and they didn't like it. They were just like, "Oh, how did this show manage to make Leia unlikable? As she's so annoying and obnoxious." And I was like, "No, she's perfect." That's what I thought. She's so she's like Fisher. I don't know yeah. how they got a kid to do that because yeah. they're going be like Carrie Fisher, but as a child, like do mm-hmm. childish things. And she went, okay, I, yeah, I got it. <laughs> got it. Because And this kid, she's been in one or two other little things that were like kiddie movies that are kind of real silly, like Shark mm-hmm. Boy and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And I never would have, now, first of all, I'm not sure she's 10 years old. She is the no. tiniest, tiniest I think, little girl. I think I read she's like seven. Yeah, that, that reads better. Because she is, she's a little baby. Yeah, she's teeny. Isn't men saying that, that she's unlikable? I did see the word <laughs> woke in a few of those comments. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, men are going to hate Kate. that she's getting it. Because to me, it was a breath of fresh air. It was like, thank God, get away from all these stupid men for 10 seconds and focus on Leia, who is always overlooked mm-hmm. in these things, right? So, and she, the actress, I mean, I haven't talked to anybody yet who wasn't like charmed out of their minds by this because she's not a brat. She's no mischievous, right? Yeah. And she's not an idiot and she doesn't just do what she's told. Oh no. So she's of course the that, that just checks all the boxes of horrible woman. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Well, she has a habit of slipping out of her parents' watch and running out to the woods to climb trees with her little robot Lola, who I oh, am also in love with. I know. I was going to say, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I want that. 
Yeah, we all, we right all want that. And watch the ships coming in and out. If you can convince, if you as the princess can convince your, your like help to pull a fast one on the queen. <laughs> like that's a special kind of kid. Oh yeah, she's going to enrichment ooh. class. There's no, <laughs> no doubt about that. Kids play themselves. Right. So they just thought we need a precocious, humorous little girl. And that's what they, they found. And she's very directable. So mm-hmm. I think they listen, I'm sorry, but if Lucas had put the kind of effort into casting Anakin Skywalker, as mm-hmm. these guys did casting her, we might have had something to deal with. Yeah. I think Lucas's issue, he for whatever reason, and this isn't for the original trilogy, but for the prequels, he seemed to cast 100% based on looks. It was like he flipped through a magazine and went, I want that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, George, that's not enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, sure, you want them all Aryan, you want them all blonde, whatever. <laughs> There's still a thousand other blonde kids mm-hmm. who may have been a bit better choice but i also yeah. think you've got a female director and she yes. is connecting with the kids to direct them and i don't think lucas was capable of that no to get through to them on like this is the emotional residence the residence yeah. that i need right yeah oh yeah because i mean if you compare little leia to little anakin like she just oh obliterate yeah it's it's almost apples and oranges like there's no comparing there's no comparing that poor little guy anyway um we're back to now we go we're going back and forth between Tatooine and Alderaan and we're getting conflict after conflict after conflict so first we've got Owen versus Ben that's Mm -hmm. an uncomfortable situation and that's when Owen goes leave us alone don't give him toys don't be doing and he's like well he, need, he will need the training it and he's a white like you trained his dad and Ooh. i went oh, oh i know yeah oh that oh, one that's, that's a below deep the cut. belt yeah <laughs> you've got owen versus the inquisitor yeah Lupa, the third sister this oh, lady I like means her. business oh yeah she right? is badass she she's a, she's scary she is i love her uh, we've got Leia versus her cousin, who's like, you're not a real Organa, you're a, you know, because, and mm-hmm. then she, she reads him, the life out of this kid. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. That it was great. You're little, you're afraid. And honestly, I mean, the parents, you know, good old Jimmy Smith's is back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that woman is the same woman from the movies, but I tend to think it probably is, because that's how they're rolling. Mm-hmm. I think you only saw her in the the end of the third movie for like a few moments, like a, a, when they they got the baby. Yeah, yeah. So it could be the same woman. It might be a different woman. I'm not really yeah. sure. Memory, I don't know. I don't know either. Well, and it's pretty easy for if you've gotten a lady in like a shot that's two seconds. It's pretty easy yeah. to make somebody look like that, right? But Jimmy's there, and, and I mean him uh, and little Leia just beautiful like when they have their little chit chat i know so good i want them to be an actual father daughter i know or father father (laughs) granddaughter one one of the two um (laughs) 
So the princess, uh, the the prince, they said, now, Leia, you've got to apologize to your cousin. And she's like, yes, father, I will. Then you see her <laughs> running out to the forest again, taking <laughs> off her stupid dress and running in her little blouse and pants, running out to the forest. <laughs> but unfortunately, there have been some dudes that have been watching her come in and out so they know where she goes to play. And <laughs> she is, she, after a wonderful chase scene, Oh. The little lady she is kidnapped by flea <laughs> i have to say the kidnapper the lead kidnapper is played by flea making me want to listen to city of angels <laughs> the whole time i'm like how do i know that guy and then I, uh, I, I checked afterwards. It's like, oh, they're like, oh, the Gen I Xers are gonna fucking love this shit. Just throw this I guy ne- in there. I never would have guessed that. No, no, I would. Oh, well, I, and I had the same. I was just like, who is that guy? Must have been on Star Trek or so. Like, I know his face. Yeah. And then I think the credits. I was like, oh my Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> bravo to him. Yeah. Uh, the oh. Organas contact Ben Kenobi. Obi-Wan as we know Ben <laughs> Kenobi really is and they they beg him for help mm-hmm. he refuses because he's just he's just lost his uh he has lost his zest for life he says get a bounty hunter get your guard to go out after yeah. which is not a bad point really right I mean right right and when the next day when he comes home from work and goes to his cave he sees that uh that jimmy smith's bail organa is there waiting for him again not much of a hideout and stuff like everyone knows where like where his his you know sandy totally open faced house yeah right like he's a caveman even the, the the little Jawa or whatever it was says, you stink. You fucking yeah. stink, right? And you're like, oh, he's like a homeless man. Like, it's, it's pretty awful. But anyway. I did like that Jawa, too. I know, I did, too. <laughs> Stealing his stuff and selling yeah. it back. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, clean it. Yeah. But he says, you know, I, I have to stay here and watch the boy. And he says, this isn't about the boy. Just, you made mistakes. We all did. Let it go. So mm-hmm. he, you know, Bail Organic can see he's overridden with guilt and he's just frozen into like a heap of shit, basically. <laughs> he's just, he's not moving. Yeah. And so Obi-Wan goes out, he digs up the lightsaber and he leaves the planet. And that's how we conclude the emotional roller coaster of episode <laughs> one. So what do you think? Well, I was very happy with the decision to release the second episode right after. I mean, there was a lot going on, but the pacing still seemed slow. Oh yeah. Like I thought the exact same thing. And again, like some of the things with, Oh, the Jedi are dead, but I have to train him, but this, and then, but that I felt some of that could have been clarified better. Like what like i get why the young jedi's like hey you're a jedi we're the same i need your help and i i get why he's like no no that's done go away but then with the training i don't get why he would be like if he's so frozen 
with yeah, guilt and to what, do things, why would he try to train the son of the guy of, of his last that went so terribly of the guy that he saw getting his legs cut off and burnt to a crisp, right? Yeah, right. And like, that yeah. seems like it would be more of a I can't do that than help. Yeah, the it poor is little it, Jedi. It is confusing, especially since he's gone into the middle of the desert and buried everything. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to train the kid? Like, you don't have your lightsaber. You don't mm-hmm. have anything like that. So that is a little perplexing. Yeah. However, yeah, I, it, it, I mean, I de- it was enough that I wanted to see the next episode, for sure. Like, yeah. it was enough of that. But, you know, a lot of that was the kid. Mm-hmm. Once that kid is in danger, it's just like the Mandalorian. She's the little Yoda baby. She's Yoda and as baby. soon as she's in trouble, you're like, I've got, I've got to see what's going to happen. I've got to see what's going to happen to the princess. Right? Like, it's a, it's fairy tale, just like the original yeah. story was. And that's what really, ca- I mean, I, I really felt like if they hadn't had that Leia stuff in there, it, it might have gone a little south for me. Because mm-hmm. it, it was a little boring here and there. Yeah. And he was so low energy. And I get it. They're, se- they're setting you up. But I'm just like, I'm, all, I'm not even, even seeing depression. I'm just seeing this neutral, neutral mm-hmm. figure, which is kind of how he played it in the films as well. So I was like, I would have liked to see him a little more off balance. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I get that he's, he's sort of just, he's just absent from himself. But it, it was almost too close to what he did the last time. definitely and even even with like i found the kidnapping like i know why it had to happen but it seemed like kind of like filler like there there must have been like it seems like there were other ways to get from that point but they're like i know let's kidnap the princess bunny it's a trap (laughs) right (laughs) it's a trap it's a trap i and i mean i can't like, Reva put that together in, like, two seconds. Again, yep. he's not very good at hiding out at all. So, I don't know. Like, I liked that we got more of her as a result of that. But yeah. it just seemed a little, not lazy, but, I mean, that that poor, poor woman has been kidnapped so many times. Like, I know. I know. Terrible. That's what happens when you're a princess and the galaxy is extremely unstable. I guess, It's it's a bad place. Yeah, she doesn't know that because they, like Luke, they figure she'll never leave her own planet. They're trying to hide these kids under wraps forever, basically. I don't know that making her a princess does that. I I was wondering that myself, but uh, because she will be in charge one day. They, They even say that. Yeah. So interesting. When she figures out she has the force, she can make all kinds of things happen. That cousin's going to die. But uh, anyway, that's how it ends as we roll into episode two. Oh, oh, oh boy. So let's keep that thing rolling like Uncle Walt wants us to and just mm-hmm. let it count down into the next episode. And we'll see you in a few minutes. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Popular Parallax Limited Series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, hosted by Bunny Sunnydale and me, Jerrica Lala. Listen to Episodes 1 and 2 now, 
and one episode a week each Tuesday going forward. You can follow us at Popular Parallax on Instagram and Twitter, and you can subscribe to the pod anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Episodes produced by Ann Meehan, theme song by Ken Chamberlain.